0: When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. That was a hard cut. Man, that was a hard cut. (laughs) Fire the guy who's running tech right now. Fire him. Our
1: tech guy is the best tech guy. So I'm going to stand up for him since you're not unwilling to do that. I put that video together. Our tech guy put the music together. Our tech guy did the synchronization of it. Our tech guy gave the lower thirds. A little more than the lower thirds. And our tech.
0: Makes this show reality. Who is our tech guy? G.J. Oh, no. I guess it's me. (laughs) It's you, Mr. Crystal. Man. Hey, this is one year. This is one year today. Whoa. Whoa.
1: I wasn't even thinking about that, bro. I would have had party and confetti and
0: horns. Wait, I I have some confetti here somewhere. We got to whip it out. Happy anniversary. Happy birth! Do you say birthday or anniversary on something like this? I'm not even sure what to say. You've got harmonicas. You've got pacifiers. What else do you have in your little stash over there? <laughs> yeah. Why
1: do I have this? Because some people start whining. <laughs> do you need your Mickey?
0: Do you need your binky? Hey, welcome, everybody, to the End Times Chat. This is this is October 25th, 2021. Number 52. Number 52. This is number 52. Wow. And, and guess what? We actually have, uh, we're going to be on live again next Monday, but we have a special guest we're going to be interviewing this coming Wednesday. It won't be live. We're going to interview him. What? It won't be live. I mean, we're you and I in here are, are going to be live, but we're not going to be live on Facebook. Um, because we're going to take this live though. We are going to take it live. We are going to, we are going to broadcast it. We want you to meet him. His name is Kevin Kurtz. He is an author of some, I haven't read the books yet, so I can't say how great they are, but he's an author of some end times novels. And it's been a long time since an end times novel has come out. And it'd be super cool if Mr. Kevin Kurtz's novels went left behind on him. And he was able to go like seven different end times novels. That'd be amazing. Wow. Wow. I'm calling you out, Kevin. You need to make sure you get some end times novels. Come on. Come on, Jerry. Come on. (laughs) Come on, Jerry Jenkins. (laughs) Come on, Jerry Jenkins. Tim LaHaye. Tim LaHaye. Jerry Jenkins. Anyway, it's great to be here. It's great to have another show. Although I'd rather be in heaven. I always like spending time with you. Wow. Wow, well, I don't know what to say about that. Well, I mean, I'd rather be in heaven. Is that is that a bad thing? Only if you're leaving me behind. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's not gonna happen. We're racing. We're racing into. The- Whoa! Now and- we're ready. We're ready. Are you ready? Yes, right. So hey, um, the scripture. There's two scriptures that we kind of passed along to each other uh, yesterday, and I wanted to start off by reading them by accident. And by accident. And um or was it? Then I want to find out how you're doing, and everybody else wants to find out how you're doing. But here here we go. Proverbs 25 26. If the godly give in to the wicked, it's like polluting a fountain or muddying a stream. That's number one. And we're gonna talk about that a little later. Ephesians six fourteen, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. Stand your ground, don't give in to the wicked think those two verses go really well together, don't you? They do. Very much so. I think we could use this every week. I think we could use those every week. But, G.J., how are you doing? How are you doing? Podcasters, video broadcasters all want to know how G.J. Reynolds is doing today.
1: <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt if They do. I really doubt it. But if you do, if you're, oh, that's my mom. My mama. mama. Hey, my mama. My mom, Hello, she's
0: Miss Reynolds. She, yeah,
1: she's going to- She's going to see James Bond 28 times already. Just, just saying, just throwing that out there. What's I, that like with this show? Nothing.
0: Nothing. Oh, no, it actually might because there's some things in that movie that are kind of end times ish from what you told me.
1: Yeah. Well, every time certain things would come up, I was because I went, there, went to the movie with my son a few weeks ago and I just kept nudging him. I said, now I know why it is this was delayed. <laughs> Don't buy into the media hype.
0: Don't do it. So, how you doing? What's going on? Seriously, what's happening?
1: Seriously, I'm fine. However, I'm freezing. It went from record highs to the 40s.
0: It's in the 40s right now in Nebraska.
1: I might be 50 now, but it was. It's yeah. It's not pretty. It's. I think it's going to be a long winter.
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. It is probably going to be a long winter. I I went uh, RV camping. With my wife and my two grandkids this past weekend and we had a great time but we happened to go on the one weekend where the one of the most major rainstorms we've ever had monsoons typhoons you name it all rolled through california and this four and a half foot deep creek as they call it back in louisiana or maryland or nebraska or nebraska um filled up overnight Filled up overnight with, I wouldn't call them raging waters, but they were definitely flowing waters. And uh, and our campground kind of had three or four inches of water up to the tires and the trailer. So we decided to leave a little early. You know, decided to leave a little early. But, like you have an RV boat. You know what? I actually had a dream on Sunday night or sa- Saturday night. Into I, have Sunday I have a dream. Are we going to hear something very awesome? No, no. no, it won't be very mind-boggling. But I did have a dream that – the RV started floating
1: Oh, the mountaintop <laughs>
0: flowing <laughs> downstream in the Creek.
1: <laughs> I've been to the mountaintop.
0: Hey, I was in the mountaintop and now I'm in the Valley because I floated my RV down a Creek. This stuff kind of comes out of me. I don't know. Hey, so um we both had you know, kind of a good weekend. It was a really great weekend with the grandkids. I love right. spending time. Knew, you had
1: a great weekend. Uh, I'm just getting Kind of.
0: You had a great weekend. I just can't speak for you. You got to tell me your weekend was great or not great, or was it kinda? It's
1: like flew by, dude. I it's like a blur. It's like a man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you did that well. You did that well. Thank you very much. You watching this for the last eight minutes or so. <laughs> what what's this got to do with times dot chat? Get to the point, people.
0: Yeah, To the point, hey, because we like to have a little fun, we want to check in with all of you and let you know we're real people and we're not newscasters that are potentially feeding you things you shouldn't even be reading or watching.
1: Yeah, that's true. And we had to cater to our one fan. The one
0: fan. Oh, mama. Mama. Oh, mama. Oh, mama. Hey, so Miss Nancy Reynolds, I am so glad that you always watch us and I can't wait to meet you in person. GJ is a wonderful son. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, well she might not say it because I haven't sent her her monthly or her weekly check to go watch us
0: <laughs> her weekly or monthly check that's awesome. hey, so we have some earth news today we've I mean we just talked about some earth news with the rain and the typhoons and the monsoons and the flooding yeah and,
1: and the flooding here we actually had some flooding here
0: and you just got back from a trip right you were, you went to uh, a little place called La Palma took some selfies. <laughs> no. No? Oh, you didn't go to La Palma and take some selfies? it was probably a good thing because another vent went off. And yeah. um, I, went to Japan,
1: uh, I went to Japan and Taiwan.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: I, I did not, people, I did not.
0: I did I did not. No. I did not leave Nebraska. No, he didn't, but he wanted to.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <is> a fact.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's just, uh, he wanted to. Um, so what do you got for us? Earth News, GJ.
1: Earth News, I've got two, but I think I might be taking yours. So if I am. However, well, even when I feel like I got something, you've you got more knowledge and more data. It's like, oh, my gosh, where did that come from? So I'm just giving you props. Give me you props. You're the data Thank man, you. the Votech man. Thank you. The pastoral really man. You know the, You know the Bible word for word by heart.
0: I wish that'd be great.
1: That would be great. I do know the Bible. H o l y b i b l e. Took you a little while to spell holy, but I'm I didn't have that gifting. <laughs> I literally have. I literally have. I can literally see stuff and have memory from what I see, photographic memory on stuff. However, when it comes to memorization. I missed that day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, Earth news. Earth news. You got two. Go for it.
1: 6.5 earthquake in Taiwan. All right. Staying in that part of the world. Japan?
0: Hint, hint. Clue, clue. Japan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it, bring it. Volcano! Oh, my goodness. DJ just exploded with information, everybody. He erupted with information right before your very eyes. Actually, actually it
1: was, well, that was last week, really, because this week it was Italy's. Oh, my goodness. Mount Etna spews ash and smoke. It's the most active volcano in Europe.
0: Well, hey, I got a couple of pictures here to show you. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to pop these up here because the, there are a couple of pictures from from this past week, actually. So here is La Palma right here. Oh, that was in times.chat. That was in times.chat. Uh, anyway, here's La Palma. And here's a picture of the air the airport in near La Palma. And that's what's exploding behind it is the volcano there. And, and I had this thought, by the way, of Uh, that area of the world, right? So La Palma and those islands are where most people would believe that the lost city of Atlantis might be, right? Because of the volcano may have covered it and then now it's below all that earth over there. But it made me think, you know, if there's a fissure that could release hell and all the demons of hell, then it could be La Palma because it's been spewing for how long? Two, two and a half months. I think it might even be longer. I don't even know. It's been flowing lava and new fissures are opening up and new vents are opening up and lava continues to flow. I just don't, I just kind of get this picture in my mind of the demons of hell being released. And it kind of feels like that with everything going on in the world. So that's a- uh, It's interesting analysis. Yeah, I mean, I obviously don't know that for sure, but I also have a picture of Mount Oso, if that's how you say it. Um coming what up
1: about Mount
0: Etna. Oh, I don't have Mount Etna, but oh, yes, I, dude. come on, bro. Well, we've seen a lot of Mount Etna. That's why I was like, I'm not going to show it. Yeah, but it blew up again. It did blow up again. It started yeah. venting ash into the air. And uh you should, you should we should always enunciate that word, by the way, ash, just to make sure we don't offend anybody. So here is Japan's <laughs> so volcano spewing plumes of ash and people warned away. And actually, the one in La Palma, I just oh, read this. Oh, people what? warned away, people. Stop taking selfies. Oh, my gosh. Look at the bottom there. Look at the bottom of that mountain right, right here. You see that? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: There are people living at the base of a major volcano.
1: Yeah.
0: And by the way, this is one of the largest volcanoes on the planet, from what they said on the news. So back to this, uh, back to La Palma. La Palma. Um, they were saying that there's a high potential for acid rain now to start falling because of all of the ash in the atmosphere that's around that area. So if you live in that area, please be careful. Um, when volcanoes go off, it actually can take dirt and sand and create little tiny pieces of glass in that ash that falls. If you inhale that, it actually can get into your system and cause a lot of issues. So please be careful in that part of the world. Just want to give a little public service announcement for you.
1: Well, before you move on, how about all the different volcanoes that are active right now? Stay away. Yes. It can burn you.
0: <laughs> and your camera. <laughs> and your volleyball. And your volleyball. So what the heck? <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, people were playing volleyball next to the volcano flowing
0: lava river. I don't understand. One, just don't. Got, one got away. One got away. That volcano. I mean, that volleyball didn't make it. Oh, hey, a word from our sponsor.
1: Yeah. By the way, we don't have a sponsor.
0: Not yet. Hey, but I am actually having a conversation. I didn't tell you this a little earlier. I'm having a conversation with someone. I can't say who it is yet because they haven't sponsored yet. Whoa. But bro. I'm having a talk this week with somebody that is an actual possibility. Wow. So, and, um yeah, it's going to be good. I'll, I'll let you know the details afterwards because I just remembered that just now.
1: Well, thanks. So,
0: thanks for taking care of our show. What else do you do?
1: Oh, you do all the vote. You do all the coordinating. You do all the scheduling. You do, you do the posting. You do the. What do I do? Nothing. Oh,
0: stop it. No, you actually have great. You actually are the, one of the best cheerleaders for the show that I've ever seen. You talk about it. You let people know about it. Come on, man. You are a word of mouth kind of marketer. And that's, I dude. <laughs> now I'm serious. To share it. You just reminded me I forgot to share
1: it. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I my mom's you. not going to watch this week.
0: Uh, no, I think she started following me because <laughs> <laughs> Cause <laughs> cause you're not sharing it anymore. I don't know what's going on. Oh my gosh, I forgot to share it. Hey, so Eric uh, Emberg actually said <laughs> that Spain, mainland, actually has an up- erupting volcano also that's good to, we'll to check into Whoa. that
1: hey we got roving reporters now
0: hey eric uh eric's good to see you see it on the maybe we should have you on the show one day we'll have to see anyway yeah. great segue into wars and rumors of wars is what you mentioned about taiwan right that 6.5 uh, var- uh excuse me earthquake that happened 67 kilometers below taiwan um wars and rumors of wars a great segue because what's happening. What's happening in the Pacific right now, GJ? Since I just got back from my virtual
1: tr- tour, <laughs> virtual, I stress that word. Virtual. Russia, we talked about this last week. Russia and China were planning on doing some things together with the Navy. And now they're doing it. Now they actually came through some strait. I don't know the name of the strait. It's actually international water. So, you know, it wasn't like they were infringing on Japan or Taiwan, but, you know, so any ships can go through that. And so they were taking some of their naval fleets and going through the strait together, China and Russia. And here's what they say. The Russia defense military said the objective of the joint patrol, patrol, they call it a patrol, to demonstrate the state flags of Russia and China, maintain peace and stability in the Asia Pacific. Or is it? And then Japan, they responded saying it will reinforce the conclusion that Japan has has already drawn that China potentially presents a threat to Japan and therefore it has to increase its own defense, spending and readiness to deal with it.
0: Yeah. And not only that, Japan just started to have an air defense system in place, like the Iron Dome system in Israel, and so they're they're putting that into place for the first time ever, so I mean they're they're just stepping up and preparing for whatever it might be, which is a rumor of war, right? That's one of the things that Jesus talks about. But I also read an article of, and saw some images of satellite images that are showing China expanding their own uh, military capacity. Rate. Near one of the air, a couple of the airports that are directly across the South China Sea from Taiwan. So these images show that they're building more buildings to house potentially ammunition or airplanes or offices. So they're actually expanding that airport, that military airport. And by the way, just to kind of reach back to the whole Afghanistan situation, Bagram Air Force Base is now occupied not only by China but now also by Russia. So. Wars and rumors of wars. China and Russia have been seen doing a lot of things together. They're in the north, away from Israel. And we, why do we mention this? Because the War of Gog and Magog and those coming from the north, coming down to descend on Israel, and then the final battle that happens uh, at the end of the tribulation, which we call the Battle of Armageddon, a little bit of a misnomer because it doesn't actually happen in a place called Armageddon, but in the Valley of Megiddo, and uh, that's that's all part of what we want to think about with the end times. Yep. There it
1: is. I got nothing else. Well okay. What more do I need to say?
0: I don't know because we have some leading up to the tribulation stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, we do. But you go first. Me? Yeah, you go first. I think you got more than I do. I just
1: know it. I just know it don't know what it is. You know what I you know what I got? I got spot.
0: I got spot. You got spot. All right, you'll take spot. I have I have him done in things that make you go, hmm. But if you want to put it leading up to the tribulation, we can put it there too. I think it's more for the tribulation. All right, good. Well, here's uh here's what I've got for leading up to tribulation. The social media platform that rhymes with Flitter has gone public with a warning about what they're calling quote hyperinflation. Hyperinflation. Now, there is a verse in Revelations that talks about the fact that there is an increase. As a matter of fact, it would cost a day's wages to find certain products. And so what we're seeing right now is we're seeing now the social media platform that rhymes with Flitter coming out and saying, hey, hyperinflation is coming. Costs are going to go up. And As a matter of fact, we're starting to see that even now in a, city, in Cal- in a California city. The price of gas actually went to $7.59 per gallon.
1: Hey, wait, that
0: was a few days ago, bro. Well, yeah, I know it might be a little better oh, now. It's now $8. Okay, it's now $8. So I got old news. But right here in where I live in California, it's gone from $3 all the way up to $4.76. And that's at, it is now over $5 a gallon here in some parts of Northern California. So hyperinflation is coming I also wanted to show you uh, something, a picture and a video that my wife took. I'm going to pop it up on the screen here for you. And uh, first, first, I'll show you the picture. This is a picture of a local Walmart. Mm -hmm. And these shelves. It was in a Walmart on Saturday. And did did the shelves kind of look like this in some of the sections?
1: No, but I do have something to, you got this.
0: So what we're seeing, what we're looking at. You got this. You got this. (laughs) What we're seeing here is we're seeing. Obviously, those shelves don't got it. No, those shelves don't got it at all. You can definitely see what products people don't want. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I mean, I'm thinking maybe this little protein cookie down here or something else over here. But we don't want them as their sponsor. No. Maybe, Maybe they need to, though. Um, Event. what we have here is we have this local Walmart, which is a super Walmart. This has been part and parcel of what I've seen every single time I've gone into this Walmart. There are shelves that are empty. Now, when my wife asked the cash register person, the cashier, why she said, oh, there's not enough people to stock the shelves, but they can't hire the people to stock the shelves. I happen to think there's a lot more going on here than that. I think that there is a supply chain issue that's happening. Um, whether you think it's about the ships off the shore, I don't think so. Cause a lot, maybe a lot of these products do come from offshore, but these are groceries. A lot of these groceries are packaged and distributed right here in the good old US of A. But this is one thing that um, that they showed. And here's another thing that I'm gonna pop up on the screen for you as I kind of hold off and show you the movie. So this right here is uh, just a little video of what is happening in, and this is the bread aisle. This stuff is made here in the United States, actually at the Walmart. And this is what the shelves look like and the fruit and the vegetables and some of the bread, just completely empty, completely empty. And the freezer. So this is my wife taking video this last week. And normally these are stocked full. And recently they had just been bone dry. Now, one of the things I'll say is, is that there are a lot of people right now that are going in and they're shopping. And buying up a lot of stuff to prepare for what may come, what may come. And last night, interestingly enough, the power here in where we are went out. And I thought, is this it? Is this the blackout that's been that's been called on? No, it wasn't because it came back on a few hours later. But we were prepared, GJ. We were prepared. And I do have one other thing about leading up to the tribulation, but spot, take it away.
1: before we go to spot, let me give you my Walmart scenario. Yeah. So- so one of the things, a lot of these big bigger uh, stores like Walmart and Target and some other ones, um, they're redoing their stores. And, you know, some of this basic stuff, like the floors and stuff like that, you know, nor, you know normal upgrades. <clears throat> the one I was in, so they had like, you know, where they usually have the electronics at the back of the store and they have all the TVs up. So they had moved all that, and then they were like moving like the, the, uh, the grocery store because they usually have the grocery store items on one end, all together, and then they have you know clothing and so forth. So they they literally had these walls being built, so they were just unfinished, you know, from floor to ceiling, and it's like okay, what right right in the middle of the whole store towards towards the back, and it was a pretty big part of the store and and this was a super walmart so you know it's huge so i found that ironic and then today i actually saw a, a photo where they're actually stocking the shelves not at the one i was at and obviously not the one um tony was at with fake uh empty plastic bottles and they were selling the plastic bottles but there's nothing in them and they almost look like the you know the old Coke style bottles, a little round, and they're like liter. You know they're they're as big as one of these. I found that ironic. So is, are, were they doing it to make it look like the shelves were stocked, or is there another another theme? So anyway, there's definitely some weird things going on, and uh, we don't have the answers, but it's just something that you might want to pay attention.
0: Hey, I do have questions, though. I always have questions. don't have a lot of answers. for a friend. I uh, I can always ask for a friend. (laughs) Asking for a friend. Tell us about Spot.
1: Well, okay. So I've been seeing these videos of these robotic dogs. They call them, like this one, they call it Spot. And it's made by Boston Dynamics. So you can go to bostondynamics.com. They're not a sponsor. We have nothing to do with them. And they they're out of uh, the Boston area and they're selling these around around the world now and they do different things. This particular model can actually uh, go up and tell people to stay six feet away. It can take the temperature from like six feet away. Um, so there's some good things that it can do. And then they actually have other things where they can actually go like work in warehouses. It can be safety. I mean, there, there's some good applications. Well, If you look at all the different things when we talk about moving towards the tribulation, there's always something of benefit to human race. And I see that, however, there also can be something utilized that can be utilized against us. And there's actually a couple of them that I've seen not from, I don't know if it's from this company, so I don't want to state that this company um, is doing this, but there's actually some where they're actually armed. And I think the military or police department's around the world are now implementing them. So they can actually put weapons on them. And they can go in and be security or they can actually if you get out of line, they can you know, you you get the point.
0: So if they can scan someone's temperature, they can from six feet away, they can scan a code that will tell that that unit whatever it wants to know about that person. So this is, in a, this is a great leading up to the tribulation one, I guess, especially for this, because this is something in my mind uh, that speaks more of their, there's now a way to monitor people where other people don't have to be there. So in Honolulu, they've paid $150,000 for a couple of these things, and they're going around to the homeless population, and they're taking their temperature and they, and they called it off for everyone's safety. Now, here's the interesting thing. The homeless population didn't see a mass die-off of people in the last 20 months. So why in the world would they be going around to the homeless population and taking their temperature, considering them a threat? So again, I just have questions. I don't have a lot of answers there. I just want to ask the question to let people know. You need to be thinking about these things. So... Um, I kind of see this, GJ, as this, of course, for most people, they would consider it to be a feat of technology and a great new addition to making things easier for people, right? And it's for your safety and it's for your protection, but how easily someone behind the computer can tap in a few buttons and turn that little machine against someone else. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure what else to say about that. Enough said. Enough said. Moving on. So Canada. Moving on. Leading on to the- – <laughs> no, not yet, not yet. I have one, <laughs> more, one more for leading up to tribulation. This could be a great segue, though, into things that make you go, hmm. Uh, so, so here's here's what I got. So Canada – this is the news from – I think it was Friday. I want to say it was Friday. And in Canada, what we're seeing in Canada – is here we go there is a qr code that people in Ontario, ontario canada um that just was released for people that are traveling that these qr codes will actually say what who you are where you live and prove your identity and there's also this other thing that qr codes can do which is link to bank accounts. So if you know of the apps that are out there, which I think we'll leave, we'll you know, keep them nameless at the moment, but there are apps out in the world that can, that you can use that use QR codes in order to be able to send money back and forth. And so they link to bank accounts and they link to finances and they link to your address and they link, and they, t- they can pretty much say a lot about you. And, so what's going on in Canada right now, and they just rolled this out this past weekend, and they've now made it available for everybody in Ontario, Ontario at least, to be able to download this QR code that links to someone's identity. So it actually can prove that it, that you are who you are. You don't have to show a passport now. You don't have to show a license. You can just show this QR code. They'll scan it and it'll pull up a picture of you and all the things about you that have anything to do with your identity. This is definitely a leading up to the tribulation situation, because um, not only that, but this they're, they're talking about in Canada, the news, when they came out with a press release that said that it will also tell you whether or not you've had the jab or not. And the only thing it cannot do, and I thought this was very interesting, was show that you have a medical or a religious exemption. Now, why would why would it be able to do the other things, this feat of technology, but not be able to show whether you have an exemption or not? Just throwing that out there. So, um, that's definitely something that makes me go hmm, and it's definitely something that leads up to the tribulation. So, um, take it away, GJ. Oh oh
1: whoa whoa <laughs> things that make you go yeah um, yeah we it, it, uh, we could go a lot of directions with that i think the one thing to keep in mind is is technology is awesome i mean we're yeah. we're using technology right now and we're we're having an impact around the world i mean we're, people are actually watching this around the world which is amazing after 51 week or 52 weeks uh in my book 51 weeks is a year just kidding you know i did go to i did go to East Baton Rouge School. <laughs> School <of Perry. laughs> hey. One and one is four. <laughs> Especially when you're counting money. No. <laughs> yeah, That'd be great. <laughs> just don't use my QR code.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, when you're counting cryptocurrency, one and one equals four. I'm just saying. <laughs> Woo. What? Especially lately. Boop, <laughs> boop. Uh mm.
1: Technology has great benefits. It has great safety benefits. And everything is like, this is a benefit, makes it easier, makes it more easy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then it's also safer. So I see all those things. However, it also can be reversed, as Dan said, regarding spot. (laughs) And... The, the the thing that I think we we need to really wake up to is all of the technology exists for the implementation of a mark. And look at what's happened in the last twenty months. People just acquiesce and they just like followed right along. Well, they did that back in um, the early nineteen forties, and uh, people got on trains and went to take a shower, and they didn't come out. Yeah, so it's uh, it's almost that easy. And uh those types of things are happening. And that wasn't due to technology, that was just due to what's happening. But people, people are easily being funneled in and saying, hey, this is great, this is great. And then next thing you know, it's not so great. And it could be, you know, your death. And uh, you know, that, that that's a far extreme example. So how my question is, are you ready? Are you ready if something like that happens? And people, there's a lot of you know, a lot of weird things are happening on <laughs> that especially in the last probably six, eight months. And, uh, you know, where people are dying and they didn't plan on dying um, and they're dying in weird ways. So what I'm not going to go in depth on that. The thing is, are you ready? And just like that video, are you ready? W- what does your eterni- eternal life look like? If you're not sure, then we'll, we'll address that in a few minutes. The other thing is, with all these different things that are going on and we just keep hearing about the divide, the divide and division and division on this, you know what? You know, God gave us the ability to love and love one another. And sometimes that's hard. I mean, it's been hard. I know for, you know, Dan loving me and uh, I don't know about anybody else, but just me. Um, I was just thinking, I wasn't saying that, but I guess I did say that. So
0: you did, it came out, it happened.
1: So, one of the things that has really been on my heart is, um, you know, are we are we living to be unified or are we living to be, um, you know, disunity? And I think right now people are look, really looking more so, especially all the things that have happened in the last 20 months. I think there's more unity happening. I think people are sick and tired of being sick and tired over the last 20 months. Uh, I know a lot of people say they want things to go back to normal. I don't believe that's going to happen. I believe it's a, a, a the quote used. The quote I hate hearing this, and I hate saying this, but it's really true. There's a new normal. What does that look like? The one thing I know is that the people have the ability to rise up in a positive way in unity and come together. And the easiest and best way to do that is in is in God Almighty, allowing God to to uh, you know do His work. It's definitely quite clear that He's shaking the world up with you know record-breaking volcanoes at the same time that continue to erupt. Every, every week there's a new one. <laughs> you know, it used to be you'd have a 6.5 volcano or higher every now and then. Now that's, that's almost a weekly thing as well. So we're just seeing the shaking going on. And then we're seeing other things that we're used to and custom that, it, that shaking's going on with that. And now we're talking about supply chains or um, weather patterns. I mean, all these different signs are, are right before us. And if we just take a step back and look, There's a lot of shaking going on. I know we probably sound like a broken record because we talk about this every week. I just think a lot of people just sort of dismiss that and that's normal. Well, It's always been that way. You know, weather's always been up and down or whatever. Um, The thing about it is there's just a lot of peculiarities that are happening more so than ever before. And going back to being uh, united, um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of great stories in the Bible you know it's, and, and I know we've talked about this as well in the Old Testament you know like David and Moses you know back when you lived and um, <laughs> what moving on <laughs> what, you know and Paul um, and I I definitely I definitely identify with with David and you know David was chosen. While he was a, you know, out in the field by himself, he was the youngest of a bunch of brothers, and and he was sort of like the outcast. And and uh, but God just took care of him. God groomed him, and and God kept raising him up. And then he became a courageous warrior. However, even when he was a courageous warrior, he was on the run a lot of times from the king, which was Saul and his his cronies. And there's times where he was like literally in caves hiding out. Because they were trying to kill him uh, in spite of his courageousness that was God-given. And uh, he was also seeking God's heart. And and I think when what I've seen is when you seek God's heart, you, your heart softens and you're more receptive to other people and, and forgiving other people. And I think that's something that we have to look at. Who, who are you able to forgive? I mean, I've had to forgive a lot of people, especially over the last five years. I mean, there's a lot of people who've done some wrong things to, to, uh, my wife and I. And, uh, you know, I look back now and I'm like, Hey, I'm glad they happened because it really just opened up who, who certain people were. And it also gave us understanding that we didn't have before. So whatever you're going through, whatever those trials are, um, you know, you can overcome them and God can help guide you through that. And, you know, think about somebody that you look up to, you know, that you celebrate, um, you know, most believers, you know, they look up to other people and we put people on, on pedestals, especially on social media and, and movies and media, you know, and and we forget that they're regular human beings. You know, they're not, they may have a special gift or athlete that has a special athletic ability. They're still human beings. They still have their own ups and downs as well. And I think a lot of times we forget that. And with the, just think about the people that you uplift you know, what about your family members? What about the people around? What about you? What can lift you up? And God wants to lift you up, even though you may not feel special, even though you may not know what what uh, the next step is. And no matter what's happened, is that God will walk you through that. And I know Dan and I, we look back all the struggles we've had, even just since we've known each other, um, is that those are, some of those things have actually been blessings that have helped make us grow uh, beyond for where we were and now we're looking at hey i'm glad i went through that even though it sucked while i was going through it and uh you know a lot of people that are just living in that safe that safe life you know the safety thing and i think everybody's lost that safety to some degree and the fear that's gone on in the last 20 months so how do we become more unified is really looking towards god it's that simple and god wants to give you a life god wants to give you um, you know, got you know, goals and dreams, and, and to renew those goals and dreams. And, um, you can bring up something that I said, Dan. I can't remember how I said it, so I'll let you bring it up because you actually remembered it. I said it, he remembered it. Um, well, that's why he's the smarter guy on the show. I'm the hi, Candy. Just kidding, just kidding. I Candy, baby. I Candy. <laughs> so, I've, I've rambled enough. I don't know if I'm really hitting home here. Um, so my Give it back to you so that you can ask questions or add on to that
0: yeah well the f- one there's a lot in my mind actually right now and um the first one is is that unity when we talk about unity we talk about unity with the church unity with believers people that uh know and accept and believe that jesus is the son of god that came to take away the sin of the world and ascended to the father and is now with him Awaiting that opportunity to come back and take his church. So that's when we talk about unity, that's who we're talking about unity with. Because here's the deal. Unity cannot happen between sin and Jesus. You cannot stand with sin and with Jesus at the same time. Darkness and light cannot be in the same place at the same time. So when when there is darkness, you come in with the light, the darkness dissipates. There is no way for sin and Jesus to be in unity. So when we talk about unity, especially with believers, we're talking about what Paul talked about in Ephesians, having one purpose, one one, uh, voice, and one mind. And all of that should be centered around Christ because that that is what unifies us. He is what unifies us. That belief and that knowledge that Jesus is the Son of God is what brings us together and helps us to be on the same page. Anything other than that is a meaningless debate. It really is just a meaningless debate. When we talk about being unified, what we're seeing now is we're actually seeing believers being torn apart, or people that profess to be believers torn apart in their belief systems. They're following Republican versus Democrat. They're following—I um, can't mention some of those things because it kick, gets kicked off Facebook. But well, well, yeah, well, when you talk about putting something on your face or taking it off your face, you're talking about putting something in your body, taking it and, and not having it in your body. So there's all these things that are that are being that are causing divisions. And that's the enemy coming in, trying to divide us, trying to keep us from being unified. When really what Jesus wants is he wants us all to be of one voice, one heart, one, one purpose, and one mind, which is all pointing towards him. And so that's the first thing on my mind. But then the second thing on my mind is about freedom, G.J. And and I just have a question to kind of bounce this off. Is How do you drive people to rely on a one-world government? And the reason why I mention one-world government is because in the end times, during the tribulation period there is going to be a one world government that's going to be set up there's going to be a one world financial system there's going to be a one world leader in the and the antichrist so how do you drive people to rely on a one world government the first thing you do is you take away their freedom now what's what I'm what I'm talking about here is I'm talking about choices so in the garden of eden when god was in the garden with adam and eve he, he said, do not touch this fruit. Don't eat this fruit because this is the, the from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Once you take that fruit, then you will no longer be free. Now, it wasn't him saying you're going to hell if you take that fruit. That's, and that's not how we should view this. The choice was theirs. They could choose to eat it or choose not to eat it. But that was their freedom. Once you choose the wrong path, You are no longer free. And the enemy knew that. So when the the devil came into the picture and tempted Eve to take from that fruit, he was saying, you can be perfect like God. You can know good and evil, and you can know all these things. You can be like God if you decide to eat this fruit. So God was not telling you the truth. Your freedom is in eating the fruit, not not eating the fruit. So when she did, and Adam and Eve did, they became, for lack of a better term, slaves to sin. And so when we when we made that choice, that conscious choice that that to do the wrong thing, then that's when our freedom was taken away. But you can have that freedom back because ever since that happened, the plan was that Jesus would be the sacrifice for our sin and for the sin in the world. So that we can believe in Him as the Son of God, and then that sin and and confess that we need Him and accept Him in our hearts and accept the forgiveness that He offers, and then we can then be restored, reconciled, reunited with Jesus again, and reunited in relationship with God. That's what we're talking about. That's why this is so important. And at some point, that choice to come back into relationship with God will not be there any longer. And that's why we have such a sense of urgency to be able to help all those that are within the sound of our voices understand why this is important. Why not only being unified as believers is important, because we have a mission, we have a message, and we have a mission. The message is about Christ. The mission is to get that message out to as many people as possible. And so we need to be in unity around that message and around that mission. Jesus said one thing before he left. He said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And He promised He would be with us until the very end of that age. And so we're here today just to make sure you all understand that this is your choice today. And uh, but really, they come come back to that question: GJ is how do you drive people to rely on a one-world government? Well, you start taking away their choices. So and then instilling fear. And instilling fear that if you don't do this, then you will lose your freedom. Well, the fact of the matter is you've already lost your freedom if you're even remotely given that choice. And so uh, freedom can only be found in uniting yourself with Jesus and being unified with the other believers around the message and the mission. Um, What you... I feel like we should just go ahead and say the prayer because I know we'll have a few things to say afterwards because I do have one other thing I wanted to mention about um, things that make you go, hmm. But, um,
1: but I think, I think you know, going back to those that are watching or listening, you now God wants you to be the modern-day hero. When thinking think about David and Goliath, David went and uh, Goliath was this, you know, massive, huge individual. And David was this you know he was he was a nobody at that point, and nobody knew that, however, he was been highly trained and he had God's anointing and God's provisioning and I'm sure he had some fear, I'm sure he had his own doubt, and he just gave that fear and doubt to God, and God you know allowed you know helped him to defeat Goliath, so God wants you to be the modern day hero and and one that's marked. And there's some really good sermons, you know, one that Michael Todd does called Marked. It's been life-changing for me. And, you know, so you're marked. Have you accepted that marking? And not the mark of the beast. We're talking about marked by God, the anointing of God. God has anointed you. Are you going to embrace it? And God gives us the ability to choose. And, you know, he doesn't force it on us. He gives us the choice. We have that choice. So we actually have freedom to choose. What are you going to choose? And a lot of times we choose sin. And, 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 and how's that working? Hmm. I mean, I mean, how's that working for you? I mean, I know it hasn't worked for me very well, and I know it hasn't worked for Dan. And it may sound fun for a while and be fun for a while, but at some point, pain does come along. Uh, heart, heartbreak does come along. And, and if that's you, no matter where you're at right now, God can lift you up. You know, and 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 all about having that faith that god's going to do that and do you have the faith or do you, or you're you know being a doubt or are you being the hater you know um i can tell you one thing if you're here at the 50, <laughs> 50 minute mark uh or you just tuned in or whatever um you know there, there's a reason why because you are marked god has a better plan for you god has anointing on your life all you have to do is step in it and have the faith and there's a bible verse and you know, i got Old faithful.
0: <laughs>
1: Old faithful, chapter 11, Hebrews chapter 11, and it starts out, now faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Uh, and my dad wrote in there, foundation. And uh, you know, so it's the foundation. Faith is the foundation. So now's the time to step into faith. Now's the time to, to elevate your faith. You know, and, and maybe you're already a Christian and you're like hey okay, I'm good all right but you know God's got something more for you are you going to stay you know behind the white picket fence or are you going to be able to step out beyond that because God is willing to guide you God has better plans for you and God has what is best for you even though it sounds scary or the world says that's stupid or that's not doesn't make sense I mean I look at a lot of the things that I've done in my adult life and I'm like, oh my gosh it doesn't make sense. And I look back now, it all made sense. And and so God had provisioning, even when I made some bad choices. And sometimes our bad choices take us off the you know the highway for a while, you know, but but God will get us back on the highway at some point, in most cases. And you have that ability right now. So to me, it's Elevating your faith and and you know, Michael Todd does a series called Crazy Faith. He's actually got a book coming out. I'm actually reading the devotional Crazy Faith. And and that whole storyline is crazy. I mean, what's happened and 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 the belief. And 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 it started long, long before people started seeing the the fruit of that. Go back to Noah. Uh, you know, they they have Noah's Ark down in Kentucky. Um, you know, they got a a place where they're like a replica made. And and just think about when Noah was, was cutting down the first tree after what God said, hey, he's going to come along. And everybody just thought he was the dumbest thing and, and ridiculed him, made fun and taunted him. Well, the day the rains came, it is a whole different story. And a lot of people waited and it was too late. So where are you at in your life? It's never too late until it's too late. And that's, that's upon death. So you've got that. Uh, and, and if you're on your deathbed and you're watching this, just think about this. God's got something better for you, and it's called heaven. So you don't have to live in fear. But unless you give your life to Jesus at this moment, you won't see heaven. So you have to do that. And so I encourage you to do that. You're marked. God's got special anointing on you. All you have to step into it. You don't have to know the How? You don't have to know why, but God chose you. You are a child of God, regardless of whether you've lived like that. So I think that's pretty much all I have for today, but now faith, I turn it over to you.
0: Well, faith is the reality, reality is we hope for. for. It is the is evidence it? of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. So that's the in the New Living Translation, that's how it reads. And uh, today is the time for you to choose faith in Jesus, believing in the one you cannot see, but knowing that when you believe in him and you ask him to come into your heart, that now is the day of salvation. Today, right now, is the time. So whether you're listening to this in the next few days you're in some other part of the other world or some other part of the country you can pray this prayer at any time and god will hear it in your heart and you can become a new creation in him so let's pray that prayer and then i have one more thing to share before we sign off so dear, dear jesus we believe that you are the son of god that after we fell in the garden of eden and we and we sinned in the garden and were thrown out of that garden you had it in your plan that you would come to this earth, that you would die on the cross, that you would provide a way back into relationship with God. And that relationship can be forever. And so Lord, we pray today, first of all, we say that we believe you're the son of God. We confess with our mouths and our hearts that we are sinners, we've broken your law. And the only way back is through you. So Lord, come live in my heart, forgive me of all of the sins, all of my past, all the things that I've done that have just been displeasing to you live in my heart and create me to be a new person. May I then at that point start to read your word and learn more and more about you and how to get closer in relationship with you so that we can reach our full potential in you. So Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you Lord right now for those who prayed that prayer and for those that are now new creations and they're they're saved because of Jesus and they have a relationship with you. Lord, the angels are celebrating because there's there's been people that have accepted you today. Lord, give them strength and help them to be able to live their life in tune with your word, in tune with your words, and in tune with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. So I do have one other thing to share that I am just going to toss out there to people as a question. Come on with the Bible. Bring that Bible back up here. Because this, I'll, show show your dad's Bible, because this has something to do with it. So I'm going to pop a picture up on the screen. I'm not sure if when you opened up your Bible app, you saw this this morning. But what I saw was, good morning, Dan. Let's get the Bible to everyone. A oh, movement wow. is happening. Street,
1: What's that? The streak is beating my. my
0: <laughs> oh, is it really? It says a movement is happening, and you can be a part of it. With your help, we could see everyone have scripture by 2033. Okay. I must admit, this is a little off the wall, maybe a little off the wall, but I'm just going to toss it out there to you, okay? So, the United Nations has their 17 initiatives, and they their goal, the United Nations, their goal is to have all those initiatives met by 2030. And yet, the but yet they're planning, or at least the Bible app is planning and hoping and praying to be part of a movement that gets the Bible into everyone, the Word of God into everyone's hands by 2033, which, if you do the middle of the year that year, that would be three and a half years. All I'm saying, I'm just have a question. All I, I just have a question, and just what Eric is this? Exact, Eric Enberg, thank you. You are you are you are so smart. You're getting this right off the bat. When the Bible is preached in the whole world, then the end will come. I'm just saying, what if? The Bible is in everyone's hands by 2033. And if you remember, after the tribu- after the rapture, this first three and a half years of the tribulation, if you're a pre-trib person, that is, this first three and a half years, everyone's supposed to speak of peace, one world government set up, one world financial system. Everybody's like, oh, this is all great. Three and a half years in, then the end comes. I'm just saying, I think it's really interesting that this is the date that was chosen uh, by the Bible app. And then 2030... Is the date that the United Nations is planning on having the, all their initiatives met? I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just saying it's a question. I'm not saying anything in particular other than that is really interesting.
1: Well, I don't know what to say because all I could see is that your your daily streak is ahead of mine. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> streak. I didn't even realize I had forty days in me already. That's interesting. That's good.
1: Well, my weeklies were way ahead of you. My dailies, I slipped up. Three times this year. Oh uh, well. It happens. Yeah, it does when you're sleeping.
0: <laughs> All right. So GJ, we got we got a special guest we're gonna be putting on the show next in the next couple of weeks. Fifty two weeks. We just hit fifty. Come on. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary. Happy whatever it is you say. 52. Happy fifty two weeks. It's been a year, everybody, of just being in obedience and following what God asks us to do
1: endtimes.chat, we'll be back next week. And if we're not back next week, we will still be on endtimes.chat.
0: We still will, <laughs> but we just won't be here live because Jesus we'll be going,
1: we got. We'll be going until 2033. 20, 20, that's right. God bless
0: everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Endtimes Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.